Welcome to D-Pad Diaries, a new game and story each week hosted by yours truly. This week's episode, The Elusive Kick. Hi folks, guess what I finally played this last week? That's right, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. What is Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, you may ask? Well, imagine all beloved Nintendo characters, from Mario to Pikachu, to Captain Falcon, to anyone you could imagine from any Nintendo series coming together and beating the living snot out of each other. Basically, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate is a fight club where you try to knock your opponent off the screen with a set of special moves. The higher your damage percent is for your character, the faster and farther off screen they can get knocked until once they go outside of the bounds of the game, then they have lost that round. So first, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate is the latest in a series of long running games called Super Smash Bros. Super Smash Bros. was first developed for the Nintendo 64 back in 1999. The original Super Smash Bros. for the Nintendo 64 only released with eight characters. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate for the Nintendo Switch has 80 characters. So 10 times the amount the original has, which honestly is just crazy. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate has every single character ever created for the Super Smash Bros. series, plus some new original ones. And of those 80 fighters, I played one of the most iconic. His name is Captain Falcon. Who is Captain Falcon? Well, Captain Falcon, outside of the Super Smash Bros. Ultimate uh, game and outside of Super Smash Bros. in general, first appeared on a game called F-Zero for the Super Nintendo back in 1990. F-Zero was a racing game, I think among the first on the Super Nintendo. In the game, he's an accomplished racer and bounty hunter. His appearance is... He's pretty ripped. He wears a tight-fitting blue jumpsuit, gold boots, and a red helmet. He's like a cross between a pilot and a space adventurer. So, what did I do with Captain Falcon in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate? Well, I have a bunch of friends who always, always beat me in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. So, I kind of wanted to get better and have a fighting chance with some of my friends and be a little bit more competitive, right? But not so competitive to where it was becoming more of a hobby, right? So I just want to have fun and get better and practice my skills. I chose Captain Falcon because he's among uh, one of the more simpler characters to master, at least in my opinion. I also just really enjoy Captain Falcon character. Captain Falcon's character. How did I practice with Captain Falcon? Well, in order to become a really good Captain Falcon player, there's this one move that you have to really practice and try to nail. And this move is called Nair 1. What does Nair 1 stand for? Well, Nair 1, let's just break down the word Nair. Nair stands for neutral air. Basically, every fighter in Smash has a series of moves based on a combination of button presses. Less like, think less of like a Street Fighter game where you have to hit a series of buttons in rapid succession in order to pull off certain moves. In Super Smash Bros, you just combine button presses all at once to 
land certain moves. So neutral air first kick is what happens when you're when you jump and then simply kick in the air by just holding a, a button by itself, holding it steel with, with nothing else. Now, where does the one of Nair 1 come in? So we have neutral air and then one. Captain Falcon's neutral air move is a double kick in the air. It's incredibly, incredibly fast, right? So these two kicks happen within uh, like a quarter of a second of each other, right? So Nair 1 means neutral air 1 simply means neutral air first kick. So you're trying to land only that first kick in the air when you're using Captain Falcon. Let's go on what may seem like a tangent, but this will fit into how Nair 1 is important. Super good players are able to do what's called comboing, where you're able to dish out multiple moves in rapid succession against your opponent. Unlike games like Street Fighter, comboing in Super Smash Bros. is more organic and just leads to uh, less hidden moves and just mastering kind of moves that already exist for you. It's it's effectively, there's no secrets to unlock through a series of these button combinations like up, up, down, whatever, that you'll land this super awesome attack. Rather, combos in Super Smash Bros. are what happens when you're able to chain these moves together to uh, effectively not allow your opponent to attack you and to increase and, and to continually uh, damage them until you're able to knock them off the screen. Why Nair 1, why Captain Falcon's Nair 1, Neutral Air 1, is so important is that Nair 1 is the holy grail for comboing. What Nair 1 effectively allows you to do is set up your opponent for a series to chain a bunch of attacks together. Nair 1 itself is not very great for damage. In fact, it only does like four damage, like four percent, which is not not great at all. You might as well just sneeze on him. But as I was saying before, Nair One launches the opponent at such an angle to where they can't do anything, and you can land a series of moves on them in rapid succession, which can then lead to lots of damage in a short amount of time. See, the double kick, as I've said before, happens so fast that it almost looks like a single kick. In order to land the first kick, you have to cancel the second. Uh, this is very hard when both kicks happen in about a quarter to a half a second. So you have about a quarter of a second to cancel the second kick. What do I mean by canceling the second kick? Well, I'm, what I mean by canceling the second kick is when Captain Falcon starts to, you know, do his animation of the kick. So, you know, hits the kick, the first kick and then the second kick. Usually the player doesn't have, has less control over the character when they're in the middle of an attack. But by canceling the attack, by canceling the animation, by uh, doing some other sort of move, when Captain Falcon's up in the air, lands the first kick, you can immediately drop your character down onto the ground, which will activate another animation. Effectively, you cancel the second kick by starting another animation if that makes any sense. I was really confused about it too for like 10 hours, right? So let's let's get to the, the difficulty of landing Nair 1, right? Practicing Nair 1, I thought, how hard can this be? Let's give it a try. I, I prepped myself by watching a few videos on YouTube by, of, of a few kind of professional players, people who actually get paid money to play Captain Falcon to kind of see what they were doing, right? And I looked at it and I was like, okay, this seems a little difficult, but with enough time, I can probably get it. So I turned on my Switch, booted up Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, and got to playing Captain Falcon. When I started out, it took me 20 minutes just to figure out 
where the second kick even was. I had to look at Captain Falcon for like 20 minutes and be like, is he even kicking twice? And I found out he was by using the neutral air, using the neutral, his normal neutral air, not canceled, right? As you regularly would. So it's like, if it took me 20 minutes to figure out there was even a second kick, it's like, how do I even stop the first one, right? Super Smash Bros. Ultimate has a mode called practice mode that lets you put the game in slow motion so you can practice the timing of moves, which is perfect for trying to land neutral air kick one, or from what I'll just call from now on, nair one. So after obviously not having any success in normal speed, I, I was finally able to see that second kick in one quarter speed i had to slow it down to one fourth of the actual speed to actually see that second kick the second kick came blistering fast after the first kick now that i could actually see the kick i started practicing canceling the second kick in one fourth speed after about you know 30 minutes of not very much success i was starting to get the feel for an air one and i was able to finally just do the first kick and cancel the second. Next up, half speed. So we go from one fourth speed to half speed. Now my window to cancel the kick was cut in half. So instead of having like, you know, let's say it was a quarter speed, one and one time speed. So that would be, you know, I had a about a second of a window and one fourth speed. Now I have half a second, one half speed, right? Uh, maybe not exactly what the timing is, but we'll just say close enough. At half speed, my window of the cancel kit was cut in half. Uh, while more difficult, I still managed to get the move in about, you know, 20 minutes. Because I was starting to get the feel, it was just a faster rhythm. Now, next up was two-thirds speed. I, I'm not going to do the math on this one, <laughs> folks. I'm just going to say uh, it's somewhere in between a quarter of a second and a half a second. So, whatever you want to, whoever wants to do the math on that. This took a while. I uh, I was having trouble finding the first kick where the first kick ended and the second kick ended. I knew where, uh, like I saw the animation in slow motion, right? But they were starting to kind of blur and blend together now at these faster speeds. To get an edge, I redid the jumping controls on my controller so it'd be easier for my fingers to reach the right buttons. I am the sort of person who rarely ever changes their controls on their controller for really any game. I was happy enough with the default controls that Super Smash Bros. Ultimate had. But just for this one specific move, I changed my entire con like controller layout just so I could jump in a certain different way, right? Now now that I redid the controls and was easier for my fingers to reach the right buttons, that definitely made it easier. With my, new, with my new controls, I was able to cancel the kick at two quarter speed in about, you know, 20 minutes. So now the real challenge uh, came, which was doing near one in real time or at one time speed. I had some pretty good... I had a pretty good feel. So first attempt, nothing. I was like, shoot, stride again. Second attempt, nothing. Third attempt, nothing. So on and so forth for hours. Kept, I just sat in my room over, you know, over the week trying to just get this move down. And it wasn't, it wasn't working. You know, I decided, you know, I don't know what I was doing wrong. I'm, I'm going to call it a day. I, I can't even tell where... I can't even tell at one time speed where the first kick starts and the second kick ends. No, where the first kick ends and the second kick starts. So, call it a day. Next day, I decided that I was going to get Nair one down at normal speed. I was, it was, it was hell or high water. I was going to do this. Instead of trying to, you know, visually see the animation for the second kick as I did the day before, I thought of maybe thinking of 
trying to cancel the second kick. Maybe if it was like less of like me looking at it and me just like memorizing a certain control and getting a certain rhythm down on the controller, that might just work. So um, maybe an example, just thinking less about like visually looking at it and thinking less of what I'm doing with my eyes and just more of feeling it on the controller with a certain rhythm, right? So maybe something more intuitive, something more instinctual. With this thought in mind, I practiced for about an hour. An hour passed and man, I was getting really close. I was so close, but I still had a little bit of a second kick in before I canceled. Uh, so I would I would jump, I would do uh, neutral air, the first kick would come in, I would drop down to the ground to try to cancel the second kick animation, but the uh, second kick just got a little bit in before I was able to cancel it, which is close, but not an air one. I just thought I just need to get a little bit of a feel for the timing. So I continued for about another hour. After an hour, I was getting really close. I was getting so close, I thought, maybe just in this next move, I can get it. I was uh, I was very close. Uh, so uh, I try once, second kick just barely hit, and then it cancels. Next time, I, I tried one more time. Captain Falcon jumps, kicks once. I hit the button combo at just the right time to cancel as he jumped, and he lands on the ground. The practice dummy was knocked into the air at just the right angle for the combo. I had done it. Now that I had unlocked the secret to Nair 1, I could do some really cool things. So, so Nair 1 is the building block of most of Captain Falcon's really cool combos, right? So let's, let's, uh, let me kind of visually describe what happened, right? Captain Falcon jumps in the air, uh, kicks really quickly once, and then drops down to the ground instantly after that. So it almost looks like one motion, right? And then, so imagine that motion, uh, I kick my opponent, the opponent is launched momentarily into the air. So now that they're stuck there, I can land Captain Falcon's aerial attacks. So in order to land Captain Falcon's aerial attacks, you need to, you know, make your opponent be airborne. And Captain Falcon's aerial attacks are among his strongest in his entire set of possible attacks. So now we got this opponent who's momentarily up in the air. And now we have a series of moves that we can use. Probably the coolest is called the Knee of Justice. It sounds a little cheesy, but when you land it, it feels really good. So the Knee of Justice is a move that can kill opponents in one fatal blow. In order to land the Knee of Justice, the opponent's airborne, you jump a uh, really kind of a short jump. And then Captain Falcon uh, brings kind of uh, his arms back, uh, pops his chest out, brings his knee forward like he's while kneeing something, but like this, this knee of justice looks like it could knock over a tree. You hit your opponent while they're airborne, the camera freezes for just a split second, and then uh, jets them to the other side of the screen. And it's so satisfying. About the knee of justice being able to kill in one blow, there, there needs to be a few things in order for that to be true, right? Your opponent needs to be a little bit damage somewhere between i'd say above 50 percent, but it depends on kind of how large the character is so the larger the character in super smash bros uh the heavier they are and thus kind of the more damage they need to be sent off the screen right typically on let's say for around any character if you're in 60 or 70 percent, there's probably a good chance you can knee of justice someone right off the screen and that's the best feeling in the world and the best thing about all this is that there's nothing they can do about it. If you land near one, practice enough with it, there's nothing they can do at all. It's called a perfect combo. And a perfect combo means that once you get someone in that combo, 
there's nothing your opponent can do to get out of that combo, which pretty much means if you can continue with that combo, you pretty much have a guaranteed win against that opponent in that with that specific combo. So you can just rocket them right out, right off of the of the screen, off of the stage. And man, that's really cool. So another cool move with Nair One is what's called an upward aerial. Uh, let's say you've done Nair One. The opponent is momentarily airborne, right? Now you can do what's called you know, Captain Falcon's upward aerial, which is where Captain Falcon does a flip kick. Captain Falcon does like a backflip and kicks their, the opponent up in the air. It's kind of like a cartwheel kick. And what this does is it sends your opponent up in the air or even further, right? You do Nair 1, they bounce. They are momentarily in the air, not able to do anything. You do your upward aerial and that sends them up even more. Well, you can do another upward aerial. You do near one upward aerial, so they're on the they bounce from near one. They're even higher up in the air because of upward aerial, and then you can do upward aerial again, and they're even higher up in the air. And if you're really good, you can just keep landing upward aerials and keep them effectively in the sky until you feel like just hitting them off the screen. I'm not sure if upward aerial is a true combo. You, if you do it fast enough, it is certainly difficult to escape. A, another cool move with uh, Captain Falcon's Nair 1. We've gone over the Knee of Justice. We've gone over Upward Aerial. With Nair 1, you can do his, I think it's his Downward Tilt or um, Down A, uh, which just means uh, it's a different sort of move you can do. So you do Nair 1, right? And then you do, let's just call it Down A. Captain Falcon does the Down A. So Captain Falcon stands and does the splits mid uh, while standing up. So one leg's pointing towards is on the ground, and then one uh, foot is pointing up in the air, making a completely straight right, right? Captain Falcon snaps one of his legs up very quickly into the sky and then brings it down uh, on the opponent, brings the heel down on the opponent. And this is called a spike if you land it at a certain under certain circumstances, this is called a spike, where if your opponent is coming in, uh, is in midair, you're at the edge of the stage, your opponent is damaged. If you land this, let's call it the, the heel kick at just the right angle, you can send them, you can do what's called a meteor smash and just send them right down the screen and they can't do anything about it. And it's great. Uh, you can also combo that heel kick with the near one so you can do near one get them momentarily in the air bring your leg up with the heel kick and then smash them down off the stage it's really cool and i think oh and there's one combo that i think is my favorite my favorite combo i can't really land it that much but one of my favorite combos to do is where you do near one you do uh heel kick no not sorry you do near one aerial flip kick so um, your up aerial and then side B where kind of become you catch on fire and you jet with the flames up to your opponent, grab them and then uh, explode off of them. And you go uh, left and they go right. You kind of just like flip backwards like a like a like a ninja or something like that. But your opponent's just like, again, rockets off like you set an explosive on there and you like jump off and they just can get rocketed off the stage oh man it's so much fun 
So if you ever get the chance to, so now as I go forward, I just got to keep practicing and I can get really good at Captain Falcon and maybe even other characters. If you ever have the chance to play Super Smash Bros, uh, I would really encourage it. It's a lot of fun. Um, maybe play with someone who's at your skill level because then it's really enjoyable and you can learn together. If you happen to, if you do end up owning Super Smash Bros Ultimate, you, I would then encourage you to practice one character for a while and just get really good at that character. Uh, kind of know their moves inside and out. So that way you can do really cool stuff like Nair 1 uh, with Captain Falcon. I'd like to thank all of you for listening to this episode of D-Pad Diaries with Super Smash Bros. Special announcement, D-Pad Diaries will be live March 28th at 9 p.m. at the Oahe Cafe in Boise, Idaho. Admission is free and open to all ages, so come and listen to yours truly in Darby talk about Twilight Princess. I hope to see you there. D-Pad Diaries now has a website. You can visit the website at dpaddiariesofficial.com. Here you can find all links to the different platforms you can listen to D-Pad Diaries on and the news if you want to see updates and other cool info happening with D-Pad Diaries. That's all for today. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you in the next one. Music from filmmusic.io Midnight Tale by Kevin McLeod, incompetech.com. License, ccby, creativecommons.org, forward slash licenses, forward slash buy, forward slash 4.0.